Welcome to the video. I'm going to talk about the, the top benefits of disc brakes. I'm going to talk about Lance Armstrong. And look at this. This is the first of all the debate that rim brakes don't have enough power. Rim brakes have more than enough power. You've got to use the right pads and tune your bike properly and make sure your rims are good quality. Look at this. This is in the Tour de France, and this is Kajaroik uh, Bernoff, and he's had a, he grabbed too much front brake, not paying attention, just grabbed too much, and then boom, lucky. Oh, ouch. Lucky he's okay. His bike's probably have to go in the bin, though, later that day, and he's lucky he didn't bust his collarbone. So rim brakes have enough power, more than enough power. All right, they have more than enough power. It looks like he's running Shimano Gerace calipers, which are incredibly strong rim brake. And he's on carbon rims, and he's probably using some good quality Swiss stop pads. So if you want more power, if you want more power, use better brake pads. All right, all right, and learn how to tune your brakes. You don't need disc brakes for the Tour de France. Anyway, disc brakes. I love disc brakes. My mountain bike, my gravel bike, my e-bike. Love disc brakes. I'm not a disc brake hater. I'm just going to be honest out there. You don't need disc brakes for road racing. You don't need disc brakes for time trials. And you don't need disc brakes for triathlon. All right? <laughs> you get, you're getting scammed. Well, not scammed, but you're getting, you know, you're getting finessed. It's disingenuous. Anyway, let's have a look at Lance Armstrong here. Lance Armstrong shilling for his new sponsors, which only make disc brake road bikes. And also George as well. Isn't look, look, listen, listen to the dribble. Lance and George say, and, and I'm a fan of Lance Armstrong's story. I knew a lot along he was on the juice. I've got no issues with that. My issue is here, though, is where he's shilling for the disc brakes. And uh, this is, this for me, is the worst thing Lance Armstrong's ever done. Let's have a listen. Yeah, and you, George. You got a little intel on this about some of the, you know, we talk a lot on the show about innovation and, uh, and, and how disc brakes are just almost totally commonplace. They're commonplace, Lance, because of corporate sponsorship pressure not because they're better if the disc brakes were better for the tour de france riders roglic tadej egan the vegan banals team sky etc would all be running discs they don't right? when it matters when every second matters for gc the top gc riders choose rim brakes so lance let's not pretend it's some innovation that road racers need because it certainly isn't power meters di2 mirrors mirrors would be a great idea martinez crashed out the other yesterday because he was looking over his shoulder so was bob jungles if they had mirrors it would be a lot safer mirrors definitely enhance performance di2 shifting that can be pretty good for the racer you know power meters power meters are a game changer but disc brakes no tour de france rider has ever complained that a durace caliper doesn't have enough braking on a rim with swift no one no no nah, zero zip so lance let's stop the dribble all right um, that doesn't mean that they're mandatory. So these guys on, you know, day 13, they could ride disc brakes day, you know, tomorrow they could skip it. Now we're seeing guys. Some teams can, Cervelo can, you know, Bianchi riders can, Pinarello can, but you know, the reason Cervelo even pay big bonuses for their riders, if they, if they choose to ride disc rim, they get a big bonus if they ride the disc. That's just fact. If you get a stage win on disc brake bike on a team where it's optional, you get a wicked bonus. You get a wicked bonus. All right? So these riders are going, oh, I'll get a cash bonus. All right, have a go. But no rider's going to, you know, and the riders on Trek, Specialized, you know, BMC, they don't have the choice. They don't have the choice, Lance. You left that out. You know that, but you left it out. Guys go between disc brakes and old school caliper brakes. I think you got a little scoop on that. Old school, you know. How about tried and tested? Yeah, well, I was surprised to see um, both uh, Pogacar and uh, Primos uh, without disc brakes yesterday. Look at him smiling, like, like what, 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 
I didn't realize even, like, how are you trolling? I'm surprised that, you know, Roglic and Tadej would use heavy bikes, heavier bikes with slower wheel changes. And, you know, I'm just really surprised that they would, like, risk having a rubbing caliper on the last climb of the day, you know, have a crash, bent a rotor, and then have his rubbing rotor the whole way up the climb. I'm surprised that they would go with, with rim brakes. I'm surprised, man. It's like, it's weird, isn't it? Let's, let's listen more. And I just assumed it was a weight issue, but apparently at least one of them, they, they didn't get the disc brake bikes until um, the Dauphiné, so they're just quite simply not used to riding them. Right. Oh, my God. What the, the – not used to – a world to a rider. Oh, I'm not used to riding disc brake. Oh, wow. How do these things work? You Oh, you squeeze the lever. You squeeze the lever, and, it, and it, the piston goes, oh, oh, I think I need a bit of time to get used to that. Like, come on. I, I can sweep and swatch my disc brake bikes, my rim brakes in seconds. You know, like what? Um, and it's not a weight issue. Apparently, there. It's not a weight issue. Apparently, really, it's not a weight issue. Apparently, can you imagine someone giving Lance Armstrong a disc brake bike in two thousand and three? You know, can you imagine if if two thousand three we go back to Lance Armstrong and we we give him a twenty twenty Trek Madone? which is about the same weight as Lance Armstrong's climbing bikes in the 2003 tour. And we say, hey, Lance, use this disc brake bike. He's going to be like, you think I need disc brakes? You think I can't descend, brood? What are you on about? You know, He would get that disc brake bike and fling it and go sell this Trek Madone disc brake to some fat CEO, barrister, surgeon, dentist, whatever. I ain't racing it. Boom, and he'd slam the bus door, you know. That's what he'd be doing. And he'd put his head out the bus door and go, send those strippers in. Boom, shut the door again, you know. Disc brakes. Lance would be like, disc brakes. They want me to ride disc brakes? <laughs> you know? So, anyway, the troll. Listen, listen. Look, at, look at George's face. Like, he is shilling hard for them BMC Team Machine SLR disc brake bikes. Listen, listen. Apparently, their bikes are only a couple hundred grams heavier, which is a gel or two in your pocket. So, that's easy to make a difference. Disc brake bikes are only a couple of hundred grams, one or two hundred grams heavier, which is a gel or two. Which gels are a hundred grams? You know, which gel is 100 grams? The difference between rim brake and disc brake bikes is just a gel or two. It's like, what the What? Like, how do these guys keep a straight face? I mean, I guess they're used to that, talking bullshit to the you know, whole careers. But hey, you know, it's, it's crazy, man. And, and it's sad to see this shilling going on. The reason why I speak out about disc brakes is to give the end consumer the absolute truth. Give you the 100% truth, all right? Not a half truth, not a... Uh, 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 uh. I sell disc brakes. I sell rim brake bikes. Someone comes to me, Harley, I want the very, very fastest bike for a time trial for fitness for Strava, road. What do I get? I might get the rim brake, you know? I live in the wet. Get the rim brake. Use alloy rims. Swiss stop pads. Get the rim brake. Oh, I want to do gravel riding. You know, I want to... Like, I'm a fully loaded touring bike, you know, I want to get that Mawson and just go riding for the Andes. What do I want? Okay, disc brakes then. You're going to have more more, uh, more power when you need it for tired hands after a long day riding up and down mountains and, you know, or you, it, just in the wet conditions, there's no doubt about it. If you're riding a fully loaded bike, then disc brakes can be better for you, you know? But you don't have the demands of a World Tour racer, so you don't need disc brakes in that element of, like... Where this space can be dangerous because you're overheating. But anyway, there's the whole education that goes on with that as well. And I educate my consumers the danger of disc brakes or the pros and cons. It's not just like get a disc brake because your surgeon mate's got one as well, or your dentist's got one. You know, like there's education going on there. So this is where this is where I'm coming from. Place of education. These guys are coming from place of sponsorship.
Uh, so it's not a weight issue. It's just a simple fact. Not a weight issue. It's just a. It's not a weight issue. George Incapi says it's not a weight issue because a disc breaks is one or two gels difference. And can you imagine the dumb Americans out there, and dumb Australians, and dumb Germans, and just dummies in general, or noobs? You maybe I'm a bit harsh with the word dumb, gullible, trusting, ignorant people out there who go, wow, like George Hinkapi has spoken, Lance Armstrong has spoken. The weight issue is non-issue at disc and rim, and then they go and buy a Trekamonda or a, a Cannondale, or a Pinarello disc, or a Specialized, let's go to Specialized, because everyone knows Specialized, a Specialized SL7 disc brake is heavier out of the box than a Specialized SL3 S-Works Tarmac from 2009. Literally, it's heavier out of the box. Like, what? You know? So how is 10-year-old bike lighter than the 2020 stock, you know? Simple as that. I've bought, I went out one time, bought two bikes, Dura Ace uh, disc brake and a Dura Ace rim brake, right, in the same week. Same bike, the Giant Defy, and rode them, and I was like, man, it's night and day difference. Night and day difference. Night and day difference in performance and feel. So, both great bikes, but if you want to find something for racing, stick with rim, stick with, oh, but Giant Defy's not a race bike, holy, like, you need to get, like, a tight, like, I've ridden those as well, you know, and there's a reason why Tarmac's the SL5 disc brake was on clearance for so long because disc brakes ride like crap compared to the rim brake equivalent. They just, it's just extra weight, 500 grams or so, you feel it. You feel the extra spokes in the wheel that you need. It's less arrows, more spoke tinging, uh, so it's disc rubbing tings and it's more spokes in the wheel. It just feels heavier, you know? It's still fast enough, but it's, if you want the absolute fastest for your money, you're going to go rim brake, right? If you want the least maintenance, the most dependability, you're going to go rim brake. It's just how it is. Now, if you're riding a loaded touring bike, then, yeah, disc brakes can be, give you the extra power because you've got fatter tires. That's nothing. You've got fatter tires. If you've got skinny little tires, disc brakes can be too much power, and you can just slide out. So if you've got fatter tires, then you can handle And your big loaded bike, you can handle it. And here's the thing. When you're riding down mountains... On a loaded touring bike or gravel bike, you're not going the same speeds as Tour de France riders are. You've got fatter tires, you're going slower. Disc brakes, okay. Tour de France riders, higher speeds where you can't afford to lock up your back wheel or you're going to go crash, crash, bandicoot. That's just how it is. Let's listen. The simple fact that some of those guys just aren't used to, used to riding disc brakes, which is a little strange. That's very, very strange, George. These are incredibly gifted riders technical-wise, and you know that. Now you just dribble them. You dribble them. Like... You throw, you throw Sagan at any bike and he can ride it up and down the hill, you know? Downhill skill-wise, just boom. You could give Sagan one of my bikes and he could ride downhill better than I could. Simple as that. You could give Sagan or pretty much any pro rider, world tour rider, not any, but most pro tour riders, one of my rim brake bikes and fly him down Norton Summit and they would go faster down there than I have, even I've done it hundreds of times, almost a thousand times. One, because they've got more skill. Two, we'll take the risks. Simple as that. It's not a, I'm not used to disc brakes thing. You know, being that we're in 2020 and we've all been riding disc brakes for a couple of years now. It because you guys don't have to worry about performance anymore. I don't have to worry about performance that much. But those guys who are paid to win or get points, performance matters. It's, it is a different feel. Right, I mean, if you go from, uh, obviously the disc brake works better, especially in the rain, but... Especially in the rain, let's have a look at Lopez. You know, it's a different, uh, you know, it's just, it's a different touch on the brake, and so... That's, you know. that's true, it is a different touch. It can lock up your rear wheel a lot easier. 
and it can heat expand, which causes more lockups. But I, by the way, who's the bike sponsor that didn't get them the disc bikes until fucking three weeks ago? Like, hello, hello. But we did. It wasn't about that, Lance. It was about performance. It was about performance, and you know that Lance is trolling. Lance, it's almost like Lance is throwing shade at Bianchi, Pinarello, etc. See a no really slow neutral wheel change that you pointed oh, out. Oh yeah, today. That, that thought that was interesting as well. Now we pointed out, I think, in the first or second stage of the tour, that uh, you know these guys, all these mechanics, got the drill ready, pop out the uh, the uh, through axle, and get the wheel in. It's super quick now. Uh, but you need a three, you need a speed drill now to take a wheel out. Now that. That's the reason right there, guys. You don't not even talking about. But Mavic. He's it. So you know, right? But if you, let's say you're a pro rider, right? You get a flat tire. You can take the wheel out yourself and hold it up and say, "I need a front wheel." Now, if you got a disc brake, you have to wait there and go. And then the guys like front or rear, and you're like front. Oh, I can't hear you. I need a front wheel. You know what I mean? So then the guy comes out. You're basically standing on the road like a noob. Like I don't know how to take out a front or rear wheel. You know what I mean? slows things right up causes disc brake wheel change anxiety it's a new uh, dsm4 mental health market somehow they don't have that they had the little tool and the guy's just moving it by hand it I mean, that's, that's got to take another 30 seconds there you go that's another reason disc brakes have no place in the world too 30 second wheel changes no thanks change the wheel by doing it why like doesn't that. he have the drill like if all the team mechanics have drills what, what if the drill runs out of the back like why would they don't need disc brakes lance Whereas, whereas, yeah, he had like a, it looked like a, it looked like an old, uh, it's uh, like the old crossbar yeah, we used cross to use in a car, in a car right? <laughs> we might have to hit up the, the firm that actually just, uh, reinvested into Mavic, tell them to get some drills for their boys. Yeah, hello. <laughs> just get some drills. Just get some drills, guys. Don't use, don't use rim brake fast that's been tested and proven and it's good enough. Let's do a whole new wheel tech that's heavier and rubs. In crashes, can be a hot rodeo, you land on a Dyson slice. Like, let's make the brakes, you know, let's put touring brakes, mountain bike brakes, gravel brakes, e-bike brakes on these little skinny-wheeled 7-kilo bikes and add a half a kilo to them. Let's make wheel changes slower. Let's make mechanics' life's jobs even harder than it already is. Let's give anxiety for riders because it's not really hard enough to be a pro cyclist with how cutthroat it is with the weight and the time cuts and the performance and all the enhancements, etc., etc. Let's make it even more difficult and let's give them disc brakes which are more unreliable at that level where everything is to the nanometer needs to be working. Let's do that. Nah, I disagree. This is a bad thing for the world too. Disc brakes need to go. They need to stay in gravel, stay on e-bikes, stay on mountain bikes, stay for the noobs. Even even for the noobs, disc brakes, you know, I'll see people crashing down Norton Summit and stuff because they've got more power on their brakes. That gives them more confidence, but they don't have any more skills. So now they're going fast. It's like giving a a learner driver, a Porsche 911 twin turbo, and go, hey, this got really good brakes. They're going to kill themselves because they got all this power, and they go, well, the brakes are really good. They're going to go faster. Then they're going to go, oh, my God, I'm losing. I'm going to hit the brakes. But it's too late, baby. It's not how fast you go. It's how you go fast. This brake's got to go. Even for noobs, that can be dangerous. Anyway, that's the deal. Okay. Let's have a look at some of the rim brake performances here. This is Tadej Pogger car. It's called Pogger Rim. And this is, this is what it's about, when every second matters. Look at that, just graceful. Rim brakes are just more graceful on the road. I'm a fan of discs, so just, 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 so we're not, just so we're clear on that. Look at this. 
disc brake rider in the red there. It looks like Yates sucking on the wheel of the rim brake rider. And he's still going to... Tadej, the rim brake, still going to win. He's still going to win. Look at this. Two versus one. And look at that. They got the jump on him. They got the jump on him. And they're going to go around the corner. Oh, your disc brakes, you can brake later. You can't touch the brakes. They do not touch the brakes. Look at that. Not even on the brakes in the court. You can't touch the brakes. Because if you do, you're going to lose position. And look at that. Look at that. Almost had to roam in the barriers to try and win. And still that acceleration on the rim brake. Boom, baby. And that's what we're talking about. High five there from you. Good, good sportsmanship. That's the winning edge. Rim brakes give you that. Disc brakes don't. Disc brakes have no place in the world tour. And if you think I'm wrong, fight me, bro. Fight me.